0: pretty honored and humbled to stand before everyone as the 71st president of the FBI National Academy Associates. And it's a tremendous honor to be a part of this, the most respected association in the world.
1: Good morning and welcome everyone to this month's edition of the FBI National Academy Associates Leadership APB Podcast Series. My name is Ray Ferris and I'm the Director of Education and Training for the association. It's my pleasure to have joining us today tim braniff tim was just sworn in as the new president of the fbi national academy associates just a day or so ago tim braniff began his law enforcement career in 1983 with the Zilla police department in yakima valley washington then he started his employment with the washington state patrol on march 4th 1986 as a trooper cadet and was commissioned as a trooper on January 9, 1987. He worked his way up through the ranks of the Washington State Patrol to captain, working in various assignments throughout the agency, including field operations, technical services, professional standards, and his final command in the Investigative Assistant Division overseeing high-tech crimes, Missing and Exploited Children's Task Force, 18 statewide task forces, SWAT, and starting the Washington State Fusion Center before retiring on February 11, 2011. On February 14, 2011, he was appointed to serve as undersheriff for the Thurston County Sheriff's Office. As undersheriff, he is responsible for the overall day-to-day operations of the Sheriff's Office, which consisted of 247 commissioned and civilian staff and a budget of over $42 million. Tim has a associate's in business from Yakima Valley College and a BS in science and business administration from the City University of Seattle. He is a graduate of the FBI National Academy Session 226 and was elected in July of 2015 to serve on the FBI National Academy Executive Board. Tim is also a charter member and board member of the Gateway Rotary of Thurston County. On March 4th of 2021, he retired from law enforcement with over 38 years of service to the state of Washington. He is now employed by Sound Transit as a public safety emergency management program manager. During his off-duty time, Tim enjoys spending time with his family, skiing, bicycling, golfing, and working around the yard. Congratulations on a great career, sir, and congratulations on your presidency.
0: Thank you, Ray. I appreciate that. Just a lot of in between the dashes right there.
1: Absolutely, my friend. Absolutely. Well, hey, sir, if you're good, I'm going to jump off with the first question.
0: Let's get started.
1: Tell us why you first decided to take a leadership role at the FBI National Academy Associates and how your involvement with the organization has grown.
0: Sure. Um, just with a lot of tremendous support from my family, um, the Section 1 folks here, and in, in not only my chapter, but also uh, within the section, and having a, a discussion with a lot of different uh, association past presidents, pretty honored and humbled to stand before uh, everyone as the 71st president of the FBI National Academy Associates. And it's a tremendous honor to be a part of this, the most respected association in the world. And uh, I was truly blessed when I was nominated to attend the National Academy. And Chief Lowell Porter from the State Patrol was my chief at the time. And he asked if I wanted to attend the uh, training and uh, he would work to get me into one of the sessions. One of the things that he did ask, though, at the time was that upon graduation to get involved in the association. And then if you fast forward, I became actively involved with the Washington chapter and attended several of the different national conferences and immediately recognized the importance of our association and its influence at so many levels throughout the world, but also locally that was helping me in my career. Several different uh, discussions took place within my chapter leadership and a couple of my uh, colleagues uh, here in the state, and I decided to run. But uh, before I did that, I, I sat down with Ken Truver the current past president and prior to his election and with lots of encouragement and mentoring he helped me guide me through this path of success and over the past 10 years i can't thank ken enough for what he has taught me about the inner strength and leadership he has provided me and then i immediately discovered the everlasting professional connection from being around 250 executive leaders within my session and the uh, carryover from that experience You know, the National Academy, its intended influence in a 70-day training session in the middle of one's career can change it both academically and emotionally, but also mentally. And personally, it helped me during a pivotal point in my career. And uh, with that, it uh, just springboarded me to it's more than just checking a box or building a resume. And it has become a long institution of training, spirited friendship. Camaraderie and a solidarity of our association, and I—I I just um, very, very fortunate. But that kind of was the foundation for me running for office and where I'm at today.
1: As you start your 12 month term. Are there any specific uh, initiatives that you're planning on pursuing?
0: Sure. It's, um, It's one of those things that you get an opportunity to see other presidents go through. Every year, there's a different call to action or a different philosophy from each one of the presidents. And so, being a part of that, when you become the president, you've had Seven years of experience listening and hearing and, and developing kind of your own uh, mantra. But, you know, one of the, the key things in being an ABLE instructor, President Truver's initiative was enhancing the ABLE project within the FBI NAA and building a strong financial sustainability within our association. And so my mission, motivation, um, like I indicated last night in my speech, was to be interconnected with his financial sustainability and our membership growth. And through valuing our work by current and our lifelong members of this association, um, my call to action, if you will, or my what I call my roar is a reach out and re-engage model, and setting our sites to increase our membership by 25 to 30%. My goal is to reach 20,000 members in the next 12 to 18 months. And like I indicated uh, again in my speech is that the time is now, and we can't wait till the end of the year until we have you know renewals uh, within registering to renewal your membership. I believe that if every chapter or every member of our association campaign their inactive members... Our goal and averaged does seven renewals per month. Our goal of 20,000 members by the next June. And again, it's the time is right now and continuous, not waiting for the new year. It is um, if one reviews all their chapter information, all their data, uh, they can see that uh, we continue to see a small deterioration of our membership, especially among our retirees. And I, I always ask, why is that? When I talk to uh, members that are inactive, I ask them, why is it that you, know, you don't see the to rejoin or renew your membership. And so I'll be asking the chapter leaders to evaluate their chapter level programs, uh, not only to find out new ways to increase our membership, but also how can we utilize the retired members? What can we do to benefit? And, I, and, and it's hard using the word retiree or retired because most of them are active doing something else. It's more, I think uh, President Truver captured the phrase of <laughs> they're the alumni their historic knowledge. Um, There's so much that they have to offer their skills, their experience, and what they've experienced throughout their whole tenure and their career when they were in law enforcement. And some of that's changed, obviously, with technology and new innovative ideas and thoughts. But again, some of that is basic philosophy and, and policing and what they did to help them become professionals and and uh, successful throughout their career, so that's one of my key things. And you know, and I continue to hear when I'm traveling around, and been fortunate enough to travel around. You know, some of individuals say there's nothing that benefits me any longer with DNA, or nothing for me to do. And the reasons vary from you know the different sections or the different chapters. And so my plan is to help consolidate the sections and bringing in their ideas to the table. Second, to bring all the chapter leaderships together. And it's just going to be more than just the one time at our chapter leadership summit, being able to conduct virtual Zooms and things like that, you know, I'm going to start reaching out to the individual chapter, setting up meetings that I can coordinate and and just kind of get a feel of what's going on throughout our association and be more engaged with them as, as a president and allowing them to provide me with their thoughts, their ideas, because I believe that, they're a value, they're an asset to our association, and they know, they're basically know what's going on in their own chapters. And we need to garner that information to be able to develop what uh, we can do to, to make it a better association, make it stronger. And I think that, you know, and I talked about the golden ticket is, you know, strengthening our sustainability through opportunity, the value and the worthiness of every member, not just one individual or one type of individual, whether sworn or working or, or retired. Our leaders of our association never second guess their support and their commitment or their merit when making sure our association would become the best. And we need to continue that model and those principles and pay it forward by a fortified strength of being active, being involved and being committed. Everybody has a seat at the table, whether you're retired, you're retired from law enforcement and still working or you're sworn and still working. So I believe that that's going to be my, I guess, my call to action this year as uh, as I start my presidency.
1: Absolutely. Great call to action for the association, sir. How do you see the uh, FBI NAA further collaborating, not only with federal, state, and local agencies, but supporting those retired members you just mentioned?
0: We're asking a lot from our association members. I think we're We're all extremely busy, our chapter leaders um, with our especially with our families. I think it's it's you know critical and crucial that we stay involved with you know what's going on at home in the forefront, those that are supporting us. We all have real jobs, everyday lives, and then you ask for more help or support uh, from another association or an organization, and most of our you know executive leaders or our leaders in our organizations are involved in their communities and things like that. And so it becomes compounding, you know, where do you split your time and how do you prioritize your time? And most executive leaders are doing what they can right now just to keep their own agency sustainable or afloat from decreased staffing, ever-changing laws, rules, regulations, plus finding new innovative notions for better policing and, and then dealing with the perceptions versus the realities and and what law enforcement professionals need to do every day. So the National Academy is is always encouraged collaboration and one of the key tenants I think experienced when you went through the NA was the networking. And unlike any other training it was stressed throughout various opportunities of enrichment to network these same concepts Um, should be developed and used within our own chapters. And I understand there's a lot of uh, retirees or alumni, if you will, that are very active traveling, golfing, enjoying life. And and I'm hopeful everyone will be able to experience uh, retirement someday and, and to be able to enjoy those things with your families. But as an active NA graduate, there's a different bond and a relationship that should never die. And and no matter active or retired, every effort should be made within the chapters to find new ways to keep that flame lit involving our alumni. And I think we all know how to do it. Um, we just got to make the effort to be able to do it. And, you know, from whether a coffee glitch or a barbecue or a beer at a bar or uh, some sort of excursion, um, our retirees are, you know, the possibility of utilizing. Their experience and knowledge with executive panels. These are some of the, you know, thoughts I have about ideas on how to re-engage them and, and how to increase our membership. We need to share the wealth provided to us and pay it forward. And whether it's, you know, life after with another career or completely retired, we need to stay involved and keep the interest alive.
1: Outstanding. And following up to that, how can the association add greater value To our retired law enforcement members, in particular, those who are still working, but maybe in the private sector.
0: So I've always stated that our association members have had members of the private sector love to be involved. They love to be engaged and, and, and working with either colleagues or their peers and and being supportive with their chapters and as well as other chapters when they can, you know, it's an opportunity for them to stay involved and be connected as well. And whether you're looking for speakers, subject matter experts, individuals looking for a career change, we have a lot of NAA members finding new opportunities from current members who have joined, you know, the private sector and basically keeping it within the family. So chapters need to take advantage of that. And, and look through their list of, of members or, or uh, you know, whether uh, inactive or active. And basically, the individuals or the skill sets that they're looking for for current trends or current things that can help them out as a chapter and bringing new innovative training. People that are, are more than welcome to take the time to share their insight and their support but we just need to ask. And and so, in a short answer, if you will, just ask and continue that collaboration with our folks that have gone off into the private sector.
1: Absolutely. I think that collaboration is key. What do you think it is about the FBI National Academy Associates that keeps it so relevant within the law enforcement community and the bond that those NA grads have towards their session mates?
0: You know, similar to our current trends in society of today or in law, in the law enforcement arena and, and, you know, my son is involved in law enforcement and, you know, when he stops by or when we have a chance to visit, he's always talking about some of the things that are happening. And in some regards, it's some things haven't changed, but in other regards, it's just a new hot topic or a new button. So, we have continuously transformation of new graduates that are coming out that are, you know, have been becoming heavily involved in their chapters providing new innovative ideas and policing concepts and and the same newer graduates mixed with the experienced senior level graduates form some sort of uh, camaraderie or bond or pledge that we've all experienced in going through the National Academy. And and so having, you know, basic um, new ideas, new thoughts, um, new way of thinking, plus that experienced thought process from our, our senior members, you know, is, is a strong mix. But I think the thing that holds it together is that bond that we all experienced the national Academy together and what we learned there, what we, you know, did in our training, as well as our networking collaboration, basically that's the key right there. And, and it holds all, all the individuals together. So it, it makes for a stronger association as time moves forward and you build even new bonds and connections and friendships and then I also think, for the most, the experience of, of having gone through the National Academy, you have an opportunity to meet people from all walks of life, and you carry that on into your you know the your, into your chapters itself with a lot of similarities, a lot of ideas, a lot of concepts, and new styles of way you do business. And knowing that you can sit down and have a beer or share a, or and express your opinions or your differences, yet we keep that strong bond. Uh, with each other, which is essential to a stronger relationship. You don't see that with any other institution or associ- association or organization. So I think that's that's one of the keys that uh, we have, you know, working together and, and being a part of the NAA.
1: You mentioned it, but as a membership organization, what is the distinct thing about the FBI NAA that makes law enforcement executives want to dedicate and volunteer their time?
0: personally i think it's that sense of loyalty that we all have to not only our our own organizations but to the association or personal experiences from what we all went through like i said you had 70 days of training but you were spending with 250 260 other individuals from all walks of life and it was it's it's a worthwhile association because you have that experience And the return on the investment was tenfold in many ways. And you may not know it at the time when you're going through or more recent, you know, a year or two. But as time goes on and you start connecting with folks from your chapter or other chapters, depending on your level within the association, it can carry on from what we've learned and experienced in Quantico. And it was, for me, an avenue of continuing to make a difference. And like I said earlier, it was a pivotal part in my career. And we all want to belong to a mission-driven organization. And that's going to keep us energized and active within our own uh, association or our own chapter. And I believe this is intrinsic for most of us. I mean, we're all A-type personalities. And uh, otherwise, we wouldn't be in the public safety business. And, And I don't think anything's nothing taken for granted by being involved or active or immersed in our chapters, which allows us to make sure that we continue to drive the association north, if you will. And I also believe that we can always, with new thought processes, new personalities, and, uh, and some really smart people, we can always make it better.
1: As the new president, how do you perceive the association's role in supporting the association members during these global and national events that we've seen you know, over the last several years, sir?
0: You know, it's, uh, I guess, the validity and the sincerity of our involvement in any global or national event. We'll always consider our association and its members first. I think that's the key. We have a basically a tremendous amount of people that are involved in it worldwide, and we need to be the voice of reason. We need to be the boy, voice of strength and compassion, especially when building and maintaining the support for our international chapters who are more as we Recently, seen you know uh, over the six eight months here, you know what's gone on over in Ukraine and 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 Afghanistan. So we're never going to have the same viewpoint um, of who, what, or when to support or not to support uh, an issue or a political incident in the first place. As a nonprofit, we're all limited to what our involvement can be into various national or in international issues. We have a balance that we need to play in this role, and I we will not make a decision in a vacuum. Plus, we will make sure that uh, we're providing an educated balance to the issue or the topic at hand. And and I think that's going to be the key. And and we have to educate our our chapters and our association members on that when we need to provide support. Um, Should we get involved in something or have an opinion, it'll be weighed and balanced to make sure that it's the right course of action for the right reasons, especially for our members and our association.
1: It's been discussed in the past that the association has a seat at the table on key law enforcement initiatives. What exactly does that mean?
0: I mentioned it earlier about retirees and active sworn, what have you, and having a seat at the table. Um, But we need to continue to demonstrate that our association is uh, reliable, valuable, involved, active, and training new, ever-changing law enforcement professionals and staying on the cusp of current and active trends that are occurring within society today. But first, Let us make sure that the table is big enough, not only for our association, but to ensure that we are inclusive to all applicable organizations, associations, groups, and agencies. It needs to be balanced, but not too big to lose sight of the intended outcome or not too small where we're making micro decisions focused on a single outcome or objective based on few ideas and few thoughts. We cannot look through a straw restricting the abilities, trying to find out the end result. We need to pull away from that straw and look at the entire picture of what, whatever issue that we're dealing with or whatever initiative we're working with or, or topic at hand. And then second, it, it is more than just having a representative attending a meeting or keeping the seat warm. It's providing critical feedback when asked. Um, I know we've been involved and asked to participate in a lot of different uh, other organizations as as one of the leaders and making sure that we provide accurate information. We see the vision and express our own vision within our association and uh, our intuition of current training, the trends and the best practices being offered by our association and trying to share that. And I think that's critical with the, the other chapters to make sure that we're providing You know, transparent and equal information throughout the whole chapters and what's available, and and becoming more interconnected chapter to chapter, and making sure that we have you know all the appropriate topics, and everybody has access to those topics as well. Um, We have a lot of smart people and talented people, you know, not only in our office uh, with our our uh, office staff and the team uh, out in Quantico on the executive board, constantly hashing out, you know, ideas and thoughts about our association and and trying to move that needle north, but knowing when and how to apply that knowledge and the skills and the abilities with the balanced approach uh, is going to be critical to our success and shaping the entire law enforcement profession from the National Academy, because we have to remember, not only do we have people that are interested in attending and looking at what is the benefit and the outcome, but also we have current leaders that are relying on us to provide that professional training and development.
1: Well, sir, let me say congratulations again on being selected uh, as the president of the FBI National Academy Associates. Uh, It has to be a great honor to be chosen to lead the organization.
0: Oh my gosh, it's um, I'm truly blessed and I'm truly humbled. Uh, this is uh, what an honor. It's the significance um, of those that came before me, I guess, and and that led the association. And it's a lot. You know, you kind of feel the weight a little bit, saying you know, I got to carry the water and help those you know that are going to come after me and and allow them to experience. What I what previous seven you know presidents have allowed me to be a part of and experience and you know I'm dedicated to this association and I'll work to make it a better place. Like I said before, I cannot thank my family and friends. I you know like everything in, in law enforcement, you miss those birthdays and holidays and you know special events, but uh, it's been all worthwhile. And I can't thank the the Washington chapter from. You know, in 2014, when they supported me to, to campaign in 2015 and be elected, a lot of mentors that have helped me, not only in my career, but within the association itself. And um, I, am, I am truly blessed and honored, and I will do everything I can to even make it more successful than the way I, I received it from President Truber.
1: Well, thank you so much today for your time, sir, and sharing uh, this valuable insight uh, with us. Congratulations again, and we look forward to your continued leadership in this new role. My friends, this concludes this episode of the FBI NAA APB podcast. Please join us again next month for another edition of our APB podcast series. Until then, please stay safe and be well.